there, and welcome to here's Johnny's Reviews, the you may feel a few podcast that'll guide you through a movie. Each and every month there's a thing, and as it's March, I'm doing TV show movie in March. Tonight I'm looking at the 18. Now, I'm not going to lie here, as a person of a certain age, this was my 80s. Every Sunday, I sat down at my dear old granny's house and watched A-Team, Night Rider, uh, Airwolf, and a few other shows on TV, which I don't actually remember much. So, this may be just a scooch biased, I'm not sure yet. I mean, from what I remember seeing this the one time in the cinemas, in Fancy 40X, thank God it fucking died, oh God. It was all flash and bang, but very much meh. So, I'm not going to hold up very much hope for this one. One thing I do remember is this, at the time, was dubbed the, quote, male Charlie's Angels. Which is unfair to Charlie's Angels, as that was very much tongue-in-cheek. But this is way too serious for its own good. So, spark up that stogie, and love it when a plan comes together. Here it is, the A-Team. With its $110 million budget, this thing pulled in $177 million, and the sequel was squashed. Starring Liam Neeson, Bradley Cooper, Charlotte Copley, Rampage Jackson, Jessica Biel and Patrick Wilson. Directed by Joe Carnahan. The plot. Four former army rangers arrested for a crime they did not commit. They quickly escape and plan their revenge. Hmm. Sounds like the 80s intro for a TV show, doesn't it? Mm. That's pretty much it. I mean, simple, bog-standard, shitty movie. So, after the Fox logo and other uh, studios, this opens up on a desert somewhere in Mexico. We see two thugs roughing up a man handcuffed to a chair. We quickly find out these two thugs are the sheriff and deputy of this small town, in the middle of nowhere, Mexico, and they're on the take. One goes to shoot the cuffed man, but the gun won't fire, so they send in the guard dogs to rip this poor man piece to piece. Not to worry, this guy is Colonel Hannibal Smith, played by Liam Neeson. He quickly gets out of the cuffs, then uses them to cuff the dogs together, likes up a stogie, freeze frame, and up pops his name. Yes, it's really that cheesy, and yes, he's pretty much playing the same character from fucking Taken. Jesus Christ, only with a bloody... Uh, grey wig on for crying out loud, it's terrible. He looks up a GPS tracker to find that these two cops have driven off to some other town in Mexico. So someone else in Mexico, yes, actually does say that one. We see a Ferrari at a high-speed chase, chased by cops, which is then driven to a chop shop, and it's just dropped. They just drive it in a chop shop, and that's it. There's no, no police, other, sh- other thing. Just drive it in a chop shop and just dump it there. And here we meet B.A. Barakis, played by Rampage Jackson. Jackson? Jackson, even. With the mohawk, a pity the fool, tattooed, sorry, pity and fool, tattooed on each knuckle. Guess it because, ah, pity the fool, Mr. T's quote. By the way, these fake tattoos in the movies look like fucking shit. Look like they rub off and fucking soap and water for crying out loud. Anyway, he fakes off the chop shock gangs and gets his van back. And this is the iconic GMC uh, Vendura in black with the iconic red stripe. He then drives off into the desert where Hannibal carjacks him, shooting him in the arm right above his ranger tattoo. Fancy that one. Forcing him to drive to save his man in the field. Him being Quentin Face Pick, 
played by Bradley Cooper in all his douche bro realness. He's placed in tyres up to his nipples with a hangman's rope around his neck, dredged in petrol or gasoline because overkill much. I mean, Jesus Christ. Luckily for him, Hannibal bursts through the wooden fence to save him just as he's hung and set alight. He jumps into Via's van along with a skeezy colonel's wife and sped off with Hannibal firing his Ruger F-30 GB semi-automatic rifle, the exact ones used in the TV show. And I'm not going to lie here, the little eight-year-old boy me like, as he saw that gun. <laughs> anyway, so with that to speed off, uh, with the dodgy colonel giving chase straight to a mental hospital where they pick up Howling Mad Murdoch, played by Shilto Copley, as he tries to escape dressed as a doctor. Anyway, he stitches up B.A. and gives some lightning bolt stitches. Minutes later, they're on a roof where Murdoch steals a medical helicopter and cue a helicopter chase through Mexico to the US border where Hannibal calls an airstrike and takes out the dodgy colonel. Not gonna lie here, this helicopter chase stunt is kinda cool, with Murdoch flying the airlift helicopter straight up, cutting off the engines and nose diving as they avoid heat seeking missiles. Oh yeah, and the colonel's wife is handed over to an NSA agent to be given a new life in the US because apparently that's how that one works. And spot the director as the NSA handler. Although why these two arm rangers are working for NSA is beyond me. I thought this was because they were mercs, but nope. Once they escape, up pops eight years later in Iraq. They're the eighteen. By the way, this opening is 20 minutes long before the title pops up. Also, they even shoot the bloody titles or even play the fucking thing throughout this bloody well movie for crying out the play little snippets here and little snippets there, but not the whole bloody thing. Also, wailing, bitching and moaning, nitpicking, you can tell... All these stunts are green screened by the shine they have over the actors. None of this shit is fucking real. It's ridiculous. I mean, we're 2010. Stunts were done real since bloody, I don't know, Mission Impossible 1 back in 1996, for crying out loud. I mean, the CGI fucking sheen over the actors is ridiculous. Anyway, in Iraq, we meet Facey's many, many, many ex, or one of his many, many exes, Captain Sosa. Played by Jessica Beale. She's a no nonsense tough chick type that has no time for faces bullshit. I think she's actually the one that got away, but there we have that one. Anyway, I love the fact how Face is sitting in half naked, covered in patched up bullet holes, wearing a sarong, sunbeaven, and a kiddie's pool as Murdoch, quote, cooks steaks using gunpowder as BA tinkers with some dirt bike at the sides. I mean, eh. Sosa walks up to Face and tells him she barely remembers sleeping with him three years ago. Then the only good thing she got from him was walking away. Ouch, love. I mean, hmm. Maybe, no, just maybe here. Just, just spitballing here, but maybe the studio show hired Ryan Reynolds to play Face as Cooper can't pull off this cocky frat douchebow shit like Reynolds and Nails. Frankly, Cooper is more of a pissy doucheness, not a cocky. Brodouche, you know, I mean, anyway, meanwhile, Hannibal is smoozing with the Iraqis as US pulls out. Up walks Lynch, played by Patrick Wilson. It's dropped, he's from a long line of CIA stooges. Mm, get it in the TV show? He was the A team's thorn in their sides, or one of them anyway. 
He tasked them to steal back US mint plates that they failed to get back at the start of the war, with Lynch saying is is uh, sorry, if Saddam gets these he'll flood the US with fake money, bringing down the dollar. I mean, huh. Hannibal then talks to his CEO, General Morrison, played by Gerald McRooney, and he tells him not to trust the CIA. As outside the command tent, Hannibal runs into Pike, played by Brian Bloom, and his gun squad, oh sorry, squad, um, because apparently these are the ultimate hitmen, oh, God's sake, as the mock of the A-team. Yes, you've guessed it, he is another thorn on Hannibal's side in the TV show, because, eh, cut to Hannibal putting his plan together, telling his boys how it's going to go down and what they'll need to pull this thing off. QBA stealing a car door, Murdoch stealing a car battery, Hannibal stealing a United Nations flag, and Face stealing a French female Secret Service agent's heart and press ID, I think. What the hell is happening here? Why? Because cue the music! Well, it would have done in a show. Ah, it's their building shit. I mean, do 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 and so on and so forth. <clears throat> Days later, this thing is pulled off. Face in a sewer, a sewer rather, uh, springs up just as an 18 wheeler carrying $1 billion in fake cash drives by. He magnetises himself to the underbelly of it and he takes out the convoy. Meanwhile, B.A. speeds up in his Tinkered With Dirt Bike, slides under the convoy and takes out the last two cars, aborting the 18-wheeler and dealing with the guards. As this is happening, Hannibal death slides aboard, taking out the last guard, as Murdoch flies overhead in a copter. And I've got to say here, this is all very Ocean's Eleven, as Hannibal talks about what is going to happen and how it does it, and it just does it. As the plan goes off at a hitch, the 18-wheeler is driven off an unfinished bridge, which spills its load. Not to worry, Hannibal and Face have nailed several airbags to the cargo as it now floats downstream. Really, movie? I mean, mm, this is the start of the ridiculous fucking stunts that logic and physics just ignores. Murdoch flies in, picks up the cargo. Meanwhile, inside the cargo dingy magic, uh... B.A. goes completely bug nuts due to his fear of flying. Tee hee ha ha. By the way, I love it the fact that they completely ignored us actually five members of the A-team in the latter season. As a four in this one, but there we have that one. Could it not have the fifth member being shot, killed in the opening scene, but there we have that one. Anyway, back to base camp. Hannibal delivers the cash just as the CO's Hummer drives up. It explodes with a car bomb. Pike's men and it opens fire. And blows up the cash. It's a trap! Well, a set up one anyway. As burning money rains down, Pike shoots the CEO uh, back up and steals the printing plates. Seconds later, MP shop and the team are arrested. They are then charged with murder, theft, and breaking the MOD orders to stay the fuck out of Baghdad. For that, they are court martialed, stripped of their rank, and sent to jail for 10 years. Sosa, for her part in this, is stripped from captain to lieutenant. Six months later, Hannibal is in a military prison in Colorado. Lynch visits him to mock him and then tasks him to escape, get his team together and track down Pike and indeed the missing plates. By the way, if this movie thinks I'm falling for this whole weak-ass plot twist, then they're wrong. It's obvious Pike is working for Lynch. Nice try here, boys, but swinging a bloody well miss. 
So Hannibal fakes a heart attack and escapes after he makes a deal with Lynch for clean records, the rank back, and indeed their freedom um, for the plates. I mean, hmm. Face is now next. He's at a cushy cell with a masseur, flat screen TV, exercise equipment, large comfy bed, and a warden is in his pocket. He's in some Florida prison. How the fuck this does? Who cares? It's face. Also, he has his own tanning salon, for fuck's sake, who wrote this? And spot Dirk Benedict as... Uh, sorry, the OG face. As um, the prisoner using one of the tanning booths because... Funny, haha. By the way, he wiped his hands of this saying this was an embarrassment on his career. Ooh. Days later, Sosa is hot on the trail. Face is then kidnapped while sun tanning by Hannibal. How? It's not explained. I'll be half that one. Next up is B.A. who has found God in prison and refuses to kill. He is sprung from a prison bus heading to Lake Tahoe with relative ease. Finally, it's Murdoch who sprung for a mental ward in Germany. The fuck? And spot Dwight Schultz as the doctor that gives Murdoch, uh, what is it, electric shock therapy, and he is the original H.M. Murdoch. Apparently Mr. T refused to do this movie because he thought it was a piece of shit, so there we have that one. I find it cute, Hannibal sends Howling Mad a, a DVD of the A-Team show with 3D glasses so they can watch it on a projector as the A-Team drive through um, the wall into the camera, face then smashes revolve with an APC and goes smile boys or some shit like that it's like, mm. and I'm loving this line here, I could use two hours but not but this shit yeah, same mate, I mean by the way this is the <laughs> extended two hour plus cut and it's just fucking drags also I love how the director couldn't control Cooper or Copley so their stuff was often ablibbed and it pissed off Liam Neeson because he's a straight by the book type person. I don't think I want to know here. How in the fuck did three wanted criminals by the military, CIA, etc. get into Germany, let alone set all this up? Who the fuck cares? It's da 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 This movie is beyond dumb. Jesus, jinkies. Hannibal then drives to an American base, steals a Hercules carrier plane, uh, because why not? By the way, HM is a helicopter pilot, not a fucking plane pilot. Anyway, they quickly escape with Howling Mad taking out all the fighter planes that handily are just parked in a row. I mean, hmm. They're quickly shot down via drones, but not to worry. They're board a tank and take down the drones, then attempt to, quote, fly the tank. Yes, it's as ridiculously dumb as it sounds. I'm about done with this movie, my lord. Also, I'm getting flashbacks sitting in that dumbass 4DX seat, getting fucking thrown around here, left, right and bloody centre, getting sprayed in the face with fucking fake mist and, and water and God knows what. Thankfully, that fad died. Anyway, face shoots down the drones. With that, the load up the machine gun thingamajigs and they start to fire it and the gun fires and they control the way it falls and blah 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 and the CGI is fucking piss bastard and poor 
Anyway, later in a CIA office in Frankfurt, Lynch is told the A-Team have escaped and he just laughs off because he's a complete cocky wanker. Meanwhile, somewhere in Germany, the A-Team regroup, replan and rebuild. As is happening, Sosa finds out it was Lynch that helped Hannibal escape. <gasps> Shock, bloody well horror. She calls Lynch, warning him she's onto him, but he just laughs it off because I wonder if he's the bad guy all along. Hmm. Spooked after the call, he calls his techie uh, lackey to get everything on her. Cell phones, laptops, etc, etc. <sighs> this movie is so bad. So Sosa is told Pike is in Germany meeting with a chic money man. Um, she tells her squad Haribo is onto him so they have to be on to them because he'll scoop him up and oh, who cares. So in some warehouse, Hannibal puts a plan together yet again to catch Pike, get the plates back and clear their names. Cue yet more Ocean's Eleven shit as Hannibal explains how it's going to go down. That face will connect his contacts rather Sosa and her team will be in Frankfurt along with Lynch's shadowing her. He then tries to, quote, save her from Lynch's hit squad. Think the Jason Bourne movies, but worse. But she fights him off and she tries to arrest Face because who gives a shit, frankly? Cute a stupid fight in a photo booth because funny, haha. He tells her they are innocent. And I've got to say here, these were supposed to be in a three year relationship. And they're supposed to be the one that got away, sort of crap, the sexual tension here falls flatter than a fucking plate of a piss. They're supposed to believe that she was the one that Face fell in love for and blah 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 blah, it's fucking terrible. Meanwhile, across town, in the Kronk's Bank Tower, I guess I pronounced that, Pike arrives with the Sheik to hand over all the stolen plates. BA from across the street, in a window cleaning rig, fires a missile to the bank as Hannibal snatches up the sheik as he, what was it, parasails down the side of the skyscraper and throws smoke bombs and left, right and centre and, and flash grenades and such and he tosses the sheik out the window. Luckily for him, how are you mad? Catches up in the helicopter because logic. Hannibal then snatches the plate and then abseils down the building. But Pike opens fire, knocking them out of Hannibal's hands. So BA is tasked to get them. As he jumps off the fucking window cleaning bit and abseils down the building, Pike opens fire but misses wildly. B.A. somehow free falls landing on a glass door canopy. Uh, he then shoots the glass landing, I don't know, about 9 or 10 feet on his hip but he's perfectly fine. He then limps to the plates and then hightails it to a multi-story car park with Pike right behind him, free firing wildly as he does. By the way, so a guy can't shoot for shit. BA is then clipped in a firefight, so Pike kicks his ass and steals back the plates. Due to the fact that BA free falls 19 floors, lands on his hip, but then falls another 9 fucking feet, and then he was shot. Also, he doesn't want to kill because this is really badly fucking written. Not to worry, Hannibal comes out of nowhere, runs over Pike, giving B.A. the chance to snatch it up, uh, not the plates that is, and run for it. Outside, Pike is arrested by Sosa, arrested after fired, fire, uh, again, firing wildly into the public as Hannibal speeds off in his souped-up car. Cut to a small fishing village, and here Hannibal has the chic 
Surprise! It's Morrison! He faked his death to steal the plates and become a billionaire! He quickly spills all that Lynch uh, went to him with the plan to steal the plates. However, when he found out Lynch was going to cut him out of the deal, he and Pike teamed up to double-cross Lynch, steal the plates for themselves and frame the A-team, because why the fuck not? Face wants to be a bullet in Morrison's head, and this causes a fracture in the team. Howling Mad wants to use Morrison as leverage. BA won't kill, and Hannibal has a plan. Morrison is loving this chaos. Hannibal then calls Lynch, telling him he has the place, and Morrison is bloody well alive. Hannibal then demands the deal Lynch promised, but Lynch has other plans. A drone strike on Hannibal. How did Lynch know where Hannibal was? Oh yeah, CIA and lazy writing. Jesus, Jinky, this movie's fucking terrible. And I still have an hour to go. Hannibal hangs up and then stops a mini recorder in 2010. But this mini recorder thing goes nowhere. This dictaphone thing goes nowhere. Then he heads back to question Morrison. Why? With him saying the US people don't give a fuck about the US military. Uh, what the US military go through that is. As long as they have their precious, quote, freedom and have their easy life, so they don't give a fuck what the military goes through. Their uncaring, selfish, nasty, narcissistic arsewipes. Hannibal walks away in utter disgust as Face suddenly doesn't trust Hannibal, asking could he do what Morrison did to him, what he'll do to them, that makes sense, Robert the Hannibal says, never! He would rather face a fighting squad than to turn your back on these boys. Aye. Lynch, his airstrike, uh, hits killing Morrison, leaving the A-team in the wind. Lynch thinks they're all dead. Meanwhile, Sosa is questioning Pike in an underground bunker, but he just smugs at her and says he is well above her pay grade. And he indeed has no team and no loyalties. And walks Lynch to take Pike off her hands. And he just walks out the place. Meanwhile, back at the strike zone, Hannibal is pissed. He has no plan. So, facing up with one. Hannibal calls Sosa, telling her they have Morrison and the plates, knowing full well Lynch's men are listening in. In the back of the CIA 4x4, Pike escapes the handcuffs with ease, making a deal with Lynch to take down the A-team once and for all. Oh god. Hannibal makes a deal with her to get a fair open trial in a federal court in exchange for the plates and Morrison. In four, 48 hours, they'll be in LA to hand over and indeed surrender. Face then calls her on a burner phone, which Liz doesn't know about because... Meh, bad writing. I mean, they're supposed to have all her, all her tech, but they don't know about this burner phone. Um, and basically, he tells her the real plan. Meanwhile, in f- uh, Frankfurt Airport, facing Hannibal goes through security with relative ease, even though all Hannibal did was dye his hair from bloody grey to brown. That's a great disguise there. I mean, Hannibal's known for his disguise in the TV show, but just dyeing his hair. And Face has sunglasses on. Again, Face was the master of disguise. Oh my god, this movie is so fucking bad. Howling Mad and B.A. switched passports because that's funny, right? B.A. is supposed to be from South Africa. And Howling Mad is supposed to be from the US. Security starts talking to Howling Mad in Squahili. Luckily, he can speak it because of course he can. They 
trick BA into getting into, into a C plane. I mean, don't you know, BA hates to fly. Uh, so they inject him in the back of the neck and he falls flat on his face and funny haha and something about curry, some sort of coconut curry thing to make it better with toast points and that's a running joke. Funny bloody haha. Enemy. On a cargo ship. Yeah, just go for it. They go from a fucking seaplane to a cargo ship. Just, just go with it. FaZe tells the plan, so it tells the team his plan to play Lynch at his own game. Time for a double triple cross. Q18 building ship montage as Howling Mad makes a metal mask. BA strips fireworks for reasons. Face rigs a car and Hannibal records shit in a talking doll. I don't know and I don't give a fuck either. There's 45 fucking minutes left. B.A. tells Hannibal he can't kill, so Hannibal quotes Gandhi, and with that, B.A. shaves his head to the iconic mohawk. Face has a heart-to-heart with Howling Mad, telling him he can't pull this off. He isn't Hannibal. Howling Mad says he trusts him fully, so it is now on. Meanwhile, in L.A. docks, Face's plan is put into action. Sosa calls Hannibal, telling him the deal is off, as Lynch is listening in, loving this. Hannibal pulls, quote, Morrison out of the cargo containers as Lynch watches face squish them with a cargo container. They all then play three-card Monty on three identical cargo containers. As we get yet more of Ocean's Eleven crap, Face tells him his plan as it is happening. The three cargo containers hit the ground as two blow up, sorry, three blow up, two Blue car containers either end have two SUVs drive out controlled by BA using the handy dandy uh, kiddies control thing. What the fuck is happening here? Lynch is losing it, but not Pike. Lynch screams at his men to take out the SUVs, which to do with relative ease. B and Face use fireworks, sorry, a flare firework to blow up the SUVs. Lynch is then beside himself as his hit team are taken out. Pike, on the other hand, is cool and calm. Pike then shoots Lynch's snipers, and then uses a bazooka to sink the cargo ship. As the ship goes down, it starts to rain CGI cargo containers. Face then swings to a crane, as he takes on Pike in a firefight in the falling cargo containers. Pike has him pinned down, but not to worry, BA flies in on a dirt bake, taking out Pike. BA picks up and Gorilla Press slams Pike onto his neck, and it removes his hat showing off he has his mohawk back. Dum, da dum, dum. Anyway, next Hannibal takes on Lynch, using the doll's voice box to lure him into a cargo container. Too bad Lynch is faster and stronger than the older Hannibal, as he kicks his old ass and then gloats. Lynch then puts six bullets into, quote, Morrison, killing him, so Hannibal plays possum and then fights back, quickly taking out the cocky Lynch. Lynch, however, shoots him. Going in for the kill, Lynch gloats as, quote, Morrison rises from the grave to distract Lynch as the cargo container lifts up, showing Sosa and LHPD Lynch in all his nasty glory. B.A. removes the helmet from Howling Mad's head, and now he's sane because six bullets to the head makes some sanity, apparently. Hmm. Sosa gloats as Lynch is taken away in cuffs. Face and Sosa then share a look. In the morning, Sosa has to deal with a new Lynch, played by John Hamm. He takes away Lynch number one, 
off into Hillcourt, Hannibal seen again. The boys then smile. Hannibal chews a cigar. MP show up to cuff the 18. As in a limo, the head of the, I have no idea, NSA, CIA, fucking MOD, who knows, pulls up telling Sosa they're still going to jail for jailbreaking. Face and Sosa kiss goodbye. He's carted off in the same van as the others. Really, movie? I mean, you could have had four separate vans, but I mean, he spits out the handcuff key, and he loves it when a plan comes together, but does it, as credits mercilessly roll after two hours and 15 fucking minutes. On to a recreation of the 80s, if you have a problem, if no one else can help. And if you can find him, maybe you can hire the A-Team. And so on and so forth. But hey, that thing is never, ever played. So that was the A-Team. What does the poster say? Why, there's no plan B. Yeah, it feels like it too. I mean, this feels like a fucking first draft script. Trying so hard to be cool and failing miserably. The stunts are way OTT, but in a bad way. This takes itself way too seriously. It needed more Charles Angel's camp and more tongue-in-cheek humour. Also, the acting sucks. Even if I was a fan uh, back in the 80s of the TV show, this thing is just hot trash. I mean, just avoid this piece of shit. This is easily a 1 out of 10. Still, come back this week as look at Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad and wrapping up TV movie march will be scooby-doo 02 don't forget to like share comment and subscribe also follow me on twitter at here's johnny's pod and check out another one of my podcasts from the hundreds of others i have covered a bye and i love it when a plan comes together <laughs>